and everyone, welcome to our Daily Bread podcast. It's Ruth here and uh, it's great to be with you again. Uh, it's Wednesday today, Wednesday the 11th, so Armistice Day, Remembrance Day. I understand that there's a siren that goes off at uh, Westland, so that'll be interesting. I don't think I remember hearing it last year, but it must have gone off. Maybe I was out of Yeovil or something. Um, I hope you're all doing okay, keeping chipper. Um turned a bit gloomy these last couple of days, isn't it? A little bit gloomy, a bit windy, a bit blowy, a bit just gloomy. It's dark as well, isn't it? Kind of look out the window at five o'clock and yeah, I can't believe it's uh, can't believe it's so dark. Um, let's pray this Wednesday. O Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. What are mortals that you should be mindful of them, mere human beings that you should seek them out? You have made them little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honour. You have given them dominion over the works of your hands and put all things under their feet. All sheep and oxen, even the wild beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and whatsoever moves in the paths of the sea. O Lord our Governor, how glorious is your name in all the world. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. As well as being Remembrance Day, today is the feast day of Martin of Tours, um, around the 4th century. So another long, long, long time ago. So his prayer. God of God all-powerful, who called Martin from the armies of this world to be a faithful soldier of Christ, Give us grace to follow him in his love and compassion for the needy and enable your church to claim for all people their inheritance as children of God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And so as we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you now and forever. Amen. So today's Bible reading comes from 2 Timothy chapter 2 verses 19 to tw- verses 19 actually. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 19. It's a very long verse. Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm, sealed with this inscription. The Lord knows those who are his, and everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. So today's reading from the Irresistible Revolution. I'm not sure where we get the notion that Christianity is safe or that Christians should play it, play it cool. Growing up, I always thought that Christians were good, upstanding citizens, but the more I get to know Jesus, the more trouble he seems to get me into. Zoran Kierkegaard puts it well. To want to admire instead, to, instead of follow, Christ is not an invention of bad people. N- no. It is more an invention of those who spinelessly want to keep themselves detached at a safe distance from Jesus. Some Christians take few risks. It's it's no wonder folks have a hard time believing in heaven. Most of us live in such fear of death that it's as if no one really believes in resurrection anymore. Sometimes people ask, ask me if I'm scared. Living in the inner city, I usually reply, I'm more scared of the suburbs. The scriptures say that we should not fear those things which we 
which can destroy the body, but we are to fear that which can easily destroy the soul. While the ghettos may have their share of violence and crime, the suburbs are the home of the more subtle demonic forces, numbness, complacency, comfort, and it is these that can eat away at our souls. My dear mother, bless her heart, has some things to say about safety. Again, I'm her only child, so there's a lot at stake for her. As she has watched me go to jail and travel to Iraq with God's hand evidently in it all, my mum has learned a lot about faith, safety and risk. It has not been easy, but recently she told me, I've come to see that we Christians are not called to safety, but we are promised that God will be with us when we are in danger. And there is no better place to be than in the hands of God. Perhaps the most dangerous place for a Christian is to be in the safety and comfort. In his book, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, C.S. Lewis portrays this dangerous encounter with the God that should make all of us shiver. Lucy is about to meet Aslan, the lion, and she asks, is, is he a man? Aslan a man? said Mr. Beaver sternly. Certainly not. I tell you, he is the king of the wood and the son of the great emperor beyond the sea. Don't you know who is the king of the beasts? Aslan is a lion, the lion, the great lion. Ooh, said Susan, I thought he was a man. Is he quite safe? I shall feel rather nervous about meeting a lion. That you will, dearie, and make no mistake, said Mrs. Beaver. If there's anyone who can appear before Aslan without their knees knocking, they're either braver than most or else just silly. Then he isn't safe, said Lucy. Safe? said Mr. Beaver. Don't you hear what Mrs. Beaver tells you? Who said anything who who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe, but he is good. He is the king, I tell you. That's the God I have come to know. A God who is not at all safe, but a God who is good. So now our common worship responses. Lord, you will guide me with your counsel and afterwards receive me with glory. Lord, you will guide me with your counsel and afterwards receive me with glory. For I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand and afterwards receive me with glory. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Lord, you will guide me with your counsel and afterwards receive me with glory. So our prayers today come from the writings of David Adam. Let us pray. Lord, we pray that we may be found ready at your coming. May we heed your call and do your will. Guide your church that it may show forth your light and love through Christ our Lord. Bless the mission of the church as it seeks to reveal your kingdom. May we be seen as children of the day and not of the night, that we may encourage and build up one another in the faith, that each of us may use our talents to the benefit of others and to your glory. I remember before you all those who exercise their gifts in government, in commerce, in the building up of society. We pray for those whose talents cannot be used through no fault of their own. The world poor, the oppressed, the troubled, we pray for all who are frustrated in their work or in their lives. We pray for those whose world is collapsing around them. Amen.
So now let's join all our prayers together by saying the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Well, thank you once again for joining me today. I look forward to being with you again tomorrow, Thursday. I hope you have a jolly good Wednesday, whatever it is that you are up to. Um, don't know what I'm up to today. I've got a funeral this morning uh, at the crematorium, and I'm then going to go for a little wander. Might have a spinning class tonight. I've definitely got a Pilates class tonight, so that'll be fun. Um, gonna have a chilled out afternoon, I think. Oh no, I've got chapter this afternoon, so that's a. Uh, all the local vicars in the area we all get together and it's going to be on zoom so that'll be fun have a good day and i'll be with you again tomorrow so may the lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life amen let us bless the lord thanks be to god